Hello, this is Lorenzo Della Foresta, and I'm the lead pastor at River's Edge. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for joining us. I hope this talk inspires you, encourages you, and transforms you. Today is the continuation of a spiritual conversation that has been taking place between you and Jesus. I'm certain that you'll be blessed by His Word, and I believe that God has great things in store for you because you already belong. Enjoy the message. So today I'm going to not take a lot of time with other stuff. I just want to go directly into the word of the Lord. And, uh, you know, we are in the series. So I'm fitting myself into the new series that you have called Fresh Thought. And uh, I find that it's such an appropriate uh, theme for what I believe God has placed on my heart all year, actually. I've been for a year in uh, undercover. I feel like I've been like Moses, where God sometimes takes us out of a public space and it just sort of uh, resets us or it, it will do some excavation work on your heart and your mind because he wants to reposition you so that you can actually come forth uh, uh, to a different space with him and about yourself and also the work that God has for us. So I think that is a, a good theme for me. And so what I want you to, to think about before I even go into my message is, um, do you have a vision of your fresh start? Like, do you know where you want to go? Do you have an image, like a visual image of what a fresh start for you would look like? And I want you to, to hold that image in your mind and in your heart, because this is, this is what it's all about, because, um, I don't think we can speak in a vacuum. I don't think I can motivate you and help you or, or put you on a path without you knowing where you're going. I think we all need that. Am I right? You can speak to me. I, yeah? Yes? So we all need that. So I would like, because I've been listening to a few messages on Fresh Start and, and the fun has been very deep and powerful and I, uh, I'm going to revisit all of that because uh, I believe that each message actually builds on the other. So a Fresh Start for me is always you are starting over, you're beginning, but it's on the next level. Okay, so you're not starting from scratch. Everything that you've gone through, everything that you've experienced, whether it's the blessings or the pain or the confusion, they all package together and God can mix it into something beautiful to push you to another level. And so within the disappointment, within the pain, there are seeds to your destiny. Okay, there are seeds to your future. And so I am excited because I speak this from my own heart. I know that, uh, you know, for me, I'm going to speak a little bit about my story, not too much, but just to make some of the points. But I am in a season now where I had to identify like a year and a half ago is, God, I need you to reposition me. I've exhausted a level with him and I just needed to know, God, what are you doing with me? I need you to speak to me. I don't want to just go forth and do my stuff and just speak to people like from my head. I want my heart to be engaged. I want to know that you love me at a deeper level. I want to know that you have purpose for me and I need to understand that. Speak to me, Jesus. You know, those are the kind of conversations I had this last year and it's been one of my most difficult seasons, I would say, up till date. Uh, I know Lorenzo asked me, how was your year? Like last year, it was, it was, I know my family's most probably watching me, but it was painful. It was it was really hard because I've been taken out from a space that was comfortable and then put into a place of origin and I needed to revisit my story, my roots. And then I asked myself in the presence of Jesus, 
Who am I if I take off all my labels, all my titles, all my experiences? Am I comfortable with myself? And am I still on the path that God has for me? Or am I holding on to something uh, like an old song in an old season and God is pushing me to a new season? And so those are things that I have for us. So I'm going to start with a, a beautiful story that I want to that I want to, you can, you can accompany, you know, he's, he's my, he's going to help me today. So I'm blessed always to have musicians. Can we just support our dearly beloved? And so there's a beautiful story in the book of John chapter 21. And I want to ask you, even as you turn and as you put it on the screens, that you would ask God in this moment, that he would open your heart to receive what he has to say. And that you would expand your capacity to receive. Because when we have closed hearts and when we have limited capacity, even if God wants to pour great things into us, if I only have a little cup and he has a whole gallon of oil that he wants to give to me, I cannot hold it. So may God enlarge our capacity to receive from him. And may he open, may you open your heart and say, God, I don't want to listen to a person, but I want to listen to you this morning. I want you to speak to me because I believe that God has placed each one of us. So the message is not just for you as a, as a corporate, it, it is for us as a corporate body, but it's also custom made for you personally. And this is the beauty that Jesus can do. He can translate a message and it can speak to you and he has words exactly just for you. So God, I give you this time. We love you, we honor you, we're hungry for you. Speak clearly beyond my words. In the name of the Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Holy Spirit, and all the people says, Amen. John 21, it's a familiar story, but I want to just use a story to illustrate what I would like to say now later. Now, the, the issue here, the, the portrait here is that the disciples followed Jesus. Jesus died. They don't understand what is happening. And now they are confused, despondent. And Peter says, I'm going back to where I, what I'm familiar with. I'm going to go back fishing. And so later Jesus appeared again to the disciples besides the Sea of Galilee. And this is how it happens. I think, okay, <laughs> let me read my... I think the verse is coming. Several of the disciples were there, Simon, Peter, Thomas, Nathaniel, Cana, and all of them, and two of the other disciples, Simon, Peter, and he said, I'm going to go fishing. So they said, okay, we'll all come. So they all went go into the boat, but they caught nothing all night. And these are, these are professional fishermen. They toil all night, and they didn't catch anything. And then someone appears on the beach, like you saw the Cape Town beach. That's why I showed you that beach picture. And then someone appears, and he says... Guys, did you have anything um, to, and he said, well, come to, okay, I think my, it skipped my verse there. Well, come to, they all said, so they went out into the boat, but they caught nothing all night. At dawn, Jesus was standing on the beach, but the disciples couldn't see who he was. And he called out, he says, fellows, have you caught any fish? And they replied, no. And Jesus now says, and this is the key word, he says, throw your nets on the other side, on the right side. He gives him specific instructions. Now he says, I want you to shift your position. I want you to, to throw it on the other side. 
and then you will get some. And so they did that and they couldn't haul in the net because there were so many fish. And so that was where their harvest was. Then the disciples whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. And when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he jumped, put in his tunic and he jumped into the water and he headed to the shore. The others stayed with the boat and pulled in the load to the net for they were only about a hundred yards from the shore. When they got there, they found breakfast on the beach with Jesus. Fishing, cooking over a, a charcoal fire and some bread. And I'm just going to end there. And then he said, you know, bring some of the fish uh, to there. I had a retreat a couple of uh, weeks ago and I was telling the ladies that there's, there's a feminine and nurturing part of Jesus. I like the fact that he can make us be, you know, breakfast on the beach and that is fish. And so he comes and he, he tells them that I know that you're struggling. And so my point is, I, I'm to speak today about reposition to rise. Jesus had to challenge them to reposition themselves. And it was when they repositioned themselves, they were able to get the harvest. And so this is just really like, a, 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 I want to use it as a backdrop for sometimes, you know, we do things the same old way and we, we skill people. We have capacity. Those people, those guys were like capacity, like high capacity people, but they couldn't have the fruit and the harvest that they needed until they met Jesus. And Jesus told them, I just need you to shift and go to another side and to go into a deeper place because that is where your harvest is. And so today I just want us to think about how and what do we need to reposition so that we can harvest the new that God has for us so that we can step into the fresh thought that he has for us because you all know that we can't go into a new story or a new chapter with the old narrative. We can go into a new future with mindsets and belief systems and behavior patterns or hearts that are hardened and still stuck in an old story. And so this is a little bit what we talked about, that the fresh start needs to look at what happened before, before we can go forward. And so I'm presuming that as you, as you track with the messages, you have now already understood that you need to put something in your heart, a way that is blocking you, the pain, the hurt, and to revisit that because you need closure. And until we find closure for our emotional pain, for our woundedness, we cannot move into the new. And so I'm going to do a lot of the psychological stuff. I think I was quite impressed already with the, with the speaker. You handed a good job last week and Lorenzo spoke about reparation work. But I just want to touch on it just, from a, just to make my point here is that when we reposition ourselves, because I'm going to talk about number one, we need to reposition the way we think. And our mindsets are connected to our hearts. Because when, my, when I'm hurt, my thinking patterns are connected to the pain that I've experienced. It doesn't have to be just pain because someone betrayed you or someone left you or someone abandoned you, but it can just be pain of lost dreams, of things that didn't work out, of regret, of all those things that happened to us in our story that we just said, God, I don't know what are you doing with me, but this doesn't really find or feel good. Like the disciples, I was trying to put myself in their shoes is that they most people felt that they were scammed. Jesus said, okay, follow me. And they gave up everything and now he dies. And it looks like the story doesn't look that good until Jesus had to come and reveal himself to them. And this is what I love about Jesus when I was reading it again, that he has that tender heart and he has, he has strength and courage and tenderness. So wherever you are right now today, in your story, 
I want to invite you into a space where you can have a conversation with him as honest as you can. Because Jesus is now coming to your hearts today to say, I want you to reposition yourself. And I want you to take yourself out of an old story. And I want to take yourself for you out of an old mindset. And I want to embrace something new that I have because the results that I have for you are different than your current. Are you with me? So the next level that you're going to, or, what, or however you want to call it, your next level, your fresh start, requires a new version of who you are. Sometimes the very things I realize that I'm looking for is also looking for me. But not for the, for the version that I am right now. I can't handle some of the stuff. And so I had to realize, and I said, God, shift me. Re restore me, restore me. You know, revive me, make me anew so that I can receive what you have for me. Because often, and this is where I really want to encourage you, uh, that stay and stay and don't give up. But be intentional and be deliberate and be very courageous to press in. I'm just here this morning because I know that I'm going to be, I'm, I'm leaving in two weeks so I can say basically what I want to say, right? So I want to bless, like my heart, and I was saying to God, I, I love God's people. I love this community of faith. My desire, my prayer is for us to rise to new levels of influence and of impact. But the blueprint that Jesus showed me over this last year was, you cannot go high if you haven't looked at restoration and if you haven't repositioned yourselves, and then you can rise. We don't jump seasons. So please understand the season that you are in because the season that you are in will equal the training that you need. I, I felt this last year that I knew that God was training me for something different, but it was painful because I had to just... Be intentional in my prayer life. I said, God, put new fire on my prayer altar and give me a new hunger for your word. And, and I believe those are key things that we need to reposition in. But that's just what I, uh, that's my backdrop. So, life beliefs, our life beliefs, I know, media, you can just dance with me here because I'm going a little bit jumpier. Our limited beliefs sabotage our success. And our liberating beliefs liberate and position us for the next. And I know that you had, um, I think Lorenzo spoke, uh, I think earlier about beliefs. So I'm going to massage that too much. And you spoke about Moses. I, you know, like we're reluctant. I'm like a reluctant leader too. And God gives me something. I said, no, I, can't, I don't want to do it. Let someone else do it. Until he shakes you and he said, no, you have to take your place and confront the beliefs that keep us stuck. So I just want us to really, for, my, for this part, for my story today is understand your belief system. Write it down in your journal. Write it down on your phone. What are, the, what are the beliefs that you have that is keeping you stuck? Because it's those belief systems and it's those patterns, thinking patterns that will sabotage your future. Am I right? You can say hi or no, because I don't see your eyes, but I'd like to just, just say yes or no. Yeah? It keeps us, and, and it's and so what it was, my limiting belief is not yours. I remember when God was challenging me to do like a project that I'm working on, and I said, no, I don't want to do that. Like, who am I, you know? And I was catching myself saying the same thing that I was teaching. And so when God takes you to another level, you're going to feel like you cannot do it. But that's the tension that is beautiful, that we need to live in that tension. 
We need to live in the tension where we feel like, yes, I can do and change the world, but God, I'm also afraid. I have so much faith, but I fear. I didn't know those two things could exist, but this is the beauty of this new journey that God is taking us through. We need to live in that tension. And so today, whether your heart is saying, you know, I cannot do this. I cannot start my business. I cannot, I cannot be a speaker or a preacher, or I cannot you know, leave Montreal and go to another country, go to South Africa. Um, yes, God is going to be with, because what are we going to experience is that we're going to find God in the middle of the tension. And so I, just, I want us to understand really today that when our thinking patterns are not aligned and sponsored by the God of the universe, we're living and serving something other than God. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, it says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all of this has done for what it has done for us. Let them be a living and a holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable because this truly is your worship. Isn't it amazing? When you commit yourself fully to God and surrender to Him, that's your worship. That's what He wants. So we continue to worship. We just don't stop when we sing songs. Don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn and know. Remember, it's when he changes the way we think, then we will learn and know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I love that because God's will is pleasing and perfect. It's not like, like horrible. I know we go through pain, but it's, there's something life-giving. There's something beautiful, beautiful about us just honoring him and being, a represent, being an ambassador for God. So your reformation, your repositioning is, what is it about my thinking pattern that I need to change? What is it that I need to understand that I don't need to, to equip myself? What are the new liberating beliefs that I have that I need to embrace so that I can move forward? So I used the, in, in our teaching, I was saying, if you say, God, I'm not enough, what is the liberating belief? Anyone? I am enough? Okay. So when I say I am enough, so now it's not just saying, and so this is where I have my issue with our, our world that we live in now because I'm trained as a counselor and I'm also into theology, so I have the merging of the two. What happens in our modern psychology is it says, okay, hey, just say every day that you're enough, you're enough, you're enough. That's not how it's going to work. You're not going to be transformed by just shifting and declaring the opposite. You are being transformed by something so much deeper inside of you because you need to listen to yourself. Where did that belief come from? Maybe your parents told you that. Your teachers told you that. Your your oversight people saying you're not enough, so you need to be able to go there. What is the pain? What is the root of that? And then ask God to heal that. And then listen to His voice. May we have eyes and ears, eyes to see and ears to hear what is truth that He's saying to us. So there's a process. So I just want you like practically to write down a column. These are my limiting beliefs. I'm not enough. Where is it coming from? God says that I'm not the tail by the head. He says that I'm the beloved. He says I can do all things to Christ. You, yes, you have all those declarations, but God, I bring you my heart. I bring the soil of my heart to you. 
I bring my heart to say, where are the stony places in my heart that I need to fill and take away? Because I don't want it to be hardened. Because when God comes in and wants to pour out stuff onto you, it becomes hardened and can't hold. The water cannot seep into those places. And so may He do that for us today. And so transformation happens, and I'm just going to go a little bit quick with these, these things because you can look at it on your own. Transformation in your mental capacity, I believe I want to propose to you today that we are transformed by light and we are transformed by love. Light and love. The Word of God says to me that your Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. People, there's one word that I have that was my word for 2022 is light. I didn't know that that word was so simple. God gave me that word, light. And I said, what is light? I said, God was saying to me, this is exactly what you've been asking me for. I want a deeper understanding of kingdom. I want a deeper understanding of who God is and what he's doing. And light is understanding. Light is thinking differently. Light is wisdom, understanding. So when light comes, it, you know, when he always says that, may my mind be illuminated. So light for us as we are being transformed is that we need to have superior spiritual intelligence for this world that you're living in. You know, we're living in an age, and I, I heard Lorenzo saying earlier, all these people staying at home. I just want to say to all of you, whether you're listening to me, South Africa all over, is that it's time for us to come home. Ricky, I, I don't think, I don't want to, I say to God, I'm going to miss a move from God. I'm going to miss what God is doing in the earth. And from Africa, I just want to say, God is doing some crazy things in Africa. Uh, I've been a student of my, my continent, my soil for the last year. And these moves and really beautiful moves, not like really smart, like extraordinary things that God is doing. And I said, God, I want to be part of this. And so there's no place for us to be participants anymore. Like, like just spectators, I mean. You have to be actively, if you're a follower of Jesus, I want to invite you. People, speak to me. You have to take your place. We need your voice. Why am I speaking this? It's because the restoration is needed because our voices have been shut down by our own pain and by our own difficulties. We have a mindset that keeps us closed down and it's nothing, it's a mindset that is not in line with king, kingdom thinking. And so we cannot really fully do all that he has for us. And so I pray this over this church, that God would shift you, that God would shift the environment, that our hearts would be really a, a blaze and a flame for God. And that we would start there and so that when we are transformed by light, he says that my word is a lamp unto my feet. So may God give each one of us a deep passion for his word. I've discovered in South Africa, I told all of them, I discovered that they don't, a lot of people don't read the word. And so I was telling them and we were talking, I was talking to, to this team and I said, let's make it a goal this year. God gives you one year to dig. You know, there's a beautiful story. So give me one year, dig my soil. I want to, to be a student of the word. Read his word. Shut down your social media. Give yourself a plan and say only 30 minutes a day or whatever. Limit yourself because we cannot, you cannot afford to just waste our lives. Because the city of Montreal, Quebec, Canada, the world, we're waiting for the church after this pandemic. We cannot be the same people. 
We have to be repositioned. We're repositioning because we want the fire and the light of God in our hearts so that we can shine forth and so people can come to Jesus. And so I, this is just an invitation to all those people who feel that they can still sit at home. I don't, I'm not talking about just coming back to River's Edge. I'm saying go back to any place where you know that you're going to be ablaze for God or you're not just going to come in and be like, uh, okay, I'm just going to gather. I'm speaking to those of you who are seasoned believers. If you are curious about Jesus this morning, I want to invite you into that space that he wants your heart and he wants your voice. And so I just wanted to leave us with that, that God cares about us so deeply that he wants that. And the second part is that we are transformed by love. There's a beautiful verse in Zephaniah 3.17, and we sang beautifully that Zephaniah 3.17 says, For the Lord your God is strong and living and is mighty Savior. He will take delight in you. I want you to eat those words, eat it into your spirit. Let it seep into your heart. And any place where that word is not going in, that is a limiting belief. It's a lie. So listen to this. Imagine the God of the universe coming into the space, individually over all of you, saying, I'm mighty, I take delight in you. With gladness, I love you. I sing over you. And I want to calm all of your fears. I will rejoice over you. You can't imagine a God who sings over you. What does that feel like? Hey? What does it feel like to know that there's a God of the universe who's strong in this place right now and he sings over you and he believes and he delights in you? This is our God. This is what he wants to do for you today. This is how he wants to transform your mind so that this mindset that all the things that came into you that are not from the Lord, he said, I want to sponsor your mindset. No longer those lies, no longer those things that are not true, but that he loves. And I believe that for me, that's the most powerful thing. And there's so many other words, other verses, but the Bible is full of loving. And I think that this is, I've discovered in my own life and in the life of God's dear people is that we are very low level understanding how to love each other and how to receive God's love. And so the reason why we talk about the heart is when my emotions, when I'm frustrated and I'm hurt and angry and bitter, it's hard for me to receive love. And so what he's saying today is I want to calm your heart. I want you to know that I care about that. And so open your capacity to that. All right? Light, the beauty of God, His truth will disrupt your limiting beliefs and will lead you into freedom and into truth. And those are the things that I just wanted to leave with you, that you are being transformed by love and light. And the second part under uh, reposition is that God wants to expand your capacity. Capacity is expanded, I said, by actually creating more tension. So when you are going to do more things that you know that you cannot do in your own strength, you're going to feel that tension, but you're going to be expanded. You're going to have more perseverance, more resilience, more, more, more strength to go forward. So capacity building is also capacity building in, our, in, our, in the spiritual world. Because when you pray, I know today a lot of people don't really believe in prayer, but you cannot not believe in prayer and be powerful in God's presence and his work. So when it's difficult, all that I'm, the only point that I'm going to make under here is that don't give up. Stand. When everything goes wrong in your life and you've believed and you've prayed and you say, God, where are you? Keep standing. 
Keep believing. Don't give up. Don't give up too soon. He's building capacity. Whenever, whenever there's something that you don't understand, keep standing, keep believing, keep hoping. Just say, God, I believe. God, I'm standing. No matter who turns against you, no matter what you cannot understand, just stand. Don't give up. Because God is in your life and he's doing something that you will only know maybe two years from now or a year from now. He's building capacity inside of you. And I was saying that I was actually using an example. I was asked to speak. I didn't speak a lot in, in South Africa, but I was asked and I told the worship team, I said to them, what if God is going to give you five worship teams? Do you have the capacity to hold it? Is it? No. So I said, but that is what God would like to do. So why am I speaking about expanding and all the stuff? It's because God wants to do the fresh start. But will we recognize the fresh start? Will we have the capacity to hold it? Hold? To steward it when it comes? So this is a season. Your season of preparation has to be more than your season of expansion because of, of harvest. Jesus spent all of his life for only three years. So don't under, undermine do not underestimate your season of preparation because God is repositioning, is expanding you, is, is, is making you into a character that can stand, withstand all the difficulties when people hate you, when people don't love you, when people reject you, when people abandon you. Then you can say, God, but you're with me. You stand and God is always, always there with you because he wants to give you. Because people, I'm going to go to my last point and this is a part, rise. God is calling all of us to rise and shine. I believe, if I can use that word, I know sometimes we're afraid of the word prophetically, but okay, futuristically, <laughs> all over the world, God is calling his church to rise and shine. For our light has come. Although the darkness, I'm going to read the, uh, the chapter, you can just put the verse, this is my verse 60, one and two, arise and shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Darkness as black as night covers all the earth, but all the nations will come to your glory because the Lord has risen over you. And when we go further down, it says, your eyes are filled with light and your heart is full of joy. This is our moment, people. This is your moment to rise. And even if you crawl a bit, even if you stumble, I was just watching, showing people like two little, little nephews, like a little sister, two, one year old, they're twins. And she, for the first time she was running in the big ocean, like on the, on the seashore and she was falling and she had to balance herself because she, the wind was blowing because it was the first time that she was free. So God is clapping for us when we are standing up and rising, even if we fall and stumble, just remember that you're in a new level. So on new levels, you will have to activate new strength, new capacity. And so just remember that your season today, and I'm speaking this to each one of you, I can use your names, your season is to rise and shine. Your light has come. And when we rise, what does that mean? We take responsibility. We take responsibility for our future and for our fresh start. So in your journal, write down what is the responsibility today that you are going to take? What is the responsibility that you're going to take today? What is it that I can contribute to my future? You have it inside of you. You know, I always said that a couple of years ago, I said, don't cheat us by not taking your place in this world because it's something that only you can give. 
There's a, something about God that only you can reflect that I cannot reflect. Therefore, we don't need to compare one another and be jealous about each other. Stand. And so my message today is we confront all those things that keep us stuck. And we're repositioning ourselves with new mindsets, with new habits, with new priorities, with new understanding. And the way we do this is we are being transformed by His love and by His understanding because He wants to take us to new levels, to rise with greater impact. You know, we talk about the seven mountains, you know, education, film, art, sports. God wants you to take, take your place in all those, all those fears. The church of God needs to think kingdom. God is calling us to an excellent mind. You have an excellent mind. Do you remember Adam when God created Adam? What did he tell Adam? You named the, ad the animals. Adam didn't think twice to name them. He called them like all these names that we have today. Like I said, look, I don't, I don't think God created all those other animals that are always those mosquitoes. I don't believe that those things that bothered me, I just said, no, I don't think God can create those things. Maybe Adam just mixed up that. But anyway, God gave him an excellent mind. So when the fall came, we lost that capacity. And guess what Adam did? The very first question that God asked a human being was, what is the very first question? I always ask this, where are you? Where are you? He asked Adam, where are you? And then he said, oh, I'm hiding. And the first issue here is he hides because he was ashamed. And then God says, come out of hiding. You had an excellent mind and now you have a defeatist mindset. Now you're like a victim. Now you blame your wife. And we all ever since start doing the blame game. Let's forget about blaming each other right now. Can we just repent and just give it to Jesus today and say, no more, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to blame anyone anymore. I have capacity. I have the capacity now to take responsibility and ownership for the life that God has given to me. I had to do that because guess what? No one is going to do it for me and I'm going to live and, and miss out on what he has for you. But let's do this as a body, as a, as a community of faith, as people of God. May we stand and rise and shine. And you know, there's the other part where I just, uh, I was saying this, uh, I always use this as an example that God is a dressmaker. You know, we as women, we like, I think men too, we like clothes. Things need to really fit as well. The first, when Adam sinned and he, had, he was covering himself with fig leaves, do you know that God actually made clothing for him and dressed him? And so tonight, today, this morning, wherever you are, whenever you can listen to this, may God dress us today with light, with understanding, with his love, with his capacity. May you know, may he gives you that, may, he, may, may the Lord of the universe come over and change your narrative. Sing a new song. Put a new song in your heart. People were never too big or too high to receive from God because there are levels that he says. He says the, the path of the righteous is like a shining light, shining ever brighter. So we always go higher. I believe that we all have to be, I think after the pandemic, we all just need to be on our knees and say, God, teach us. Teach us what we need to do because like we don't know now. Like it's new. Everything is new. I don't want to borrow old stuff. I don't want to go back. And so the only place that you're going to get the new is in the presence of God. The only place where we're going to receive the strategies and the capacity is when we're going to have ears to hear and eyes to see. And that, my dear friends, is when we can be activated and rise to build 
communities like this, spaces wherever of people who love God were full of passion and fire. And we can love the altar of prayer and of his word and full of fire. And we can spend time in his presence and say, God, what are you saying to me? I don't know if I should take this job. I don't know if I make this choice, if I should marry this person. I don't know if I, if I should write this book or not. I don't know how to say my yes or my no. Guide me in my decision-making process. And God is here. He's inviting you today to do that. And show, so may we rise to become, may we rise to build, and may we rise to influence. And I'm just going to leave you there. I'm going to finish all that I wanted to say, but I just want to leave that with you, that God is calling us today. And I want to speak blessings over you this morning. I want to speak blessings that God wants to bless you today. God cares about you. You know, restoration is a kingdom advantage. You know, if you've messed up your life and you feel, oh, okay, I don't know, it's too late or I'm too old or whatever, God says, no, today can be like the beginning of a brand new day. Hey, eh? I, I said to them, God can take seven years of your life and put it into one year. He can speed up your restoration process. God is a God who's so extraordinary. Don't limit him to a past season that you've gone through. Be like a little kid, like running on the beach, like wild-eyed and curious. They're not afraid of the waves. They say, God, come, catch me. I'm running. I'm, not, I'm afraid, but I'm going to go forward. May God bless you. May you rise in, in the workplace where you are. May wherever you go, may God give you that presence that you would be a person who will really love him so much that when you come into a space, you will shift the environment. May people come to you because they know there's light inside of you and the light is Jesus, the light of the world. Jesus, our Jesus, who loves you so deeply, who lives inside of you. He said, may you have the eyes to see the deep love that it has for you. And out of that love, may you be empowered. So only the love of God, only his presence empowers us to rise. And so I want to invite you to stand as I, as I pray for us. And as I have a few moments just for us to respond to his word. And um, I want you to make your own declarations in your heart today. Even this very moment, you can pray in your own heart and say, Jesus, I give you access to, to, to my life. If you, someone who says, I've never even thought about Jesus, I don't know him. To say, Jesus, I give you access and permission, and he will take you, and he will guide you step by step. And I want to invite you just to say, Jesus, I'm saying yes to you. I'm, I'm going to do this. I don't know how. I don't know exactly know everything, but I know that you're there because your light, your word, your love will reposition me, and I refuse to settle for a level that is not equal to my DNA. My DNA is connected to a kingdom mindset. I have a real DNA. The verse that I was reading, and I'm going to read while you're praying, it says that we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God. So God calls us both priests and kings, and as God ushers us into that, into our future, may He give us a deep thirst for Him. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would come and just make your word, translate your word into each heart here, and may they know that you celebrate them, no matter what the story. 
May they know that you have something so much extraordinary, so much more for them. And whatever comes in between that truth, I pray that you would break down those altars, those strongholds that are keeping us stuck, that are robbing us every day of the beauty and the life that you have for us. And so I speak for God that you love each one of us and that you think of us highly and that you're calling us to greater things than ever before, that you don't do a bad or patch-up job in our lives, but you breathe new life, you breathe resurrection, and you redeem us with quality. You restore us to a place, not where we've been before, but to a higher place, a place that we've never ever experienced before. And so I pray for this blessing of our people, your people. Pray that you would expand our capacity to receive today, that we would hold fast, that we would have the energy and the courage and the determination to press through. And also, God, I pray for blessings on, on every person's finances, on, on every person who needs jobs, who needs a home, and who feels like, God, I serve you, but I don't see anything that you're doing for me, so why must I serve you? Anything of that, God, I just pray that you would do your people good. And um, we love you so much. And Father, we take for that commandment when he said, Arise. Arise and shine, for our moment has come, and we don't want to miss this moment. So we bless you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the River's Edge podcast. I encourage you to take the message you have just received and allow it to go deeply into your soul. Let Jesus do the work that only he can do. A heartfelt thank you to all those that generously give to River's Edge and make this podcast possible. You too can be a part of spreading this message and creating life change all over the world by going to riversedge.life slash give. You can also subscribe, rate, and share this podcast. Thanks again for listening and God bless you immensely.